Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. An Erios production. everyone and welcome to the, the big, big ones, ones. i'm amanda big ones oh shoot you mean and you i'm maria and this is your daily, daily big, big ones. ones and today is an interesting day hold on i have to close the curtain behind me i know you're so backlit so I'll take over here. So today we're doing, we're revisiting our most controversial episode, The Godzilla Dilemma. So we, you know, notoriously couldn't wrap our little brains around it. It pissed off a lot of the wrong people and some mm -hmm. people loved it. So today we are going straight to the horse's mouth and we're having a guest on who originally submitted the dilemma to walk us through it. Yes. And so we're going to let in Adam. Here he comes. Hey, Adam. Hello. How are you? Wow. I'm good. My goodness, what a treat this is. Well, a treat for us. <laughs> oh, sorry. Please. I'm going to <laughs> So, Adam, where are you coming in from? I'm in New Hampshire, southern New Hampshire. And how are things in southern New Hampshire? They're fine. We've got low cases. But um, we also have our motto here is live free and die. So we have a significant number of people who are kind of jerks about this whole thing. Oh, Adam, thank you so much for coming on. This was, I mean, a long time in the making because I don't know if you know this, but the Godzilla episode has has parted. I mean, it is. Divisive, I think is what you're trying to say. It, it yeah, par yeah, yeah, parted yeah, yeah, the yeah. sea. <laughs> it's part of the seas of the big, it's the big one sea. And I, I'm aware. You're so like, what, no, Moses, who's parted him? Moses. Yes, that's right. So Adam, when you submitted with the best of intentions, the Godzilla dilemma, and then you saw that we had done it in an episode, what was that like for you? The excite from the high of seeing that we were doing it to the low, low of hearing um, <laughs> the chaos that ensued. First off, I do not think it was a low, low. Th those are some other people's opinions. Um, it was pretty exciting to see it happen. Um, I'm Maybe you see this nonsense back here. It's just, that's my thing. I'm the Godzilla guy. I love it. And I thought it would be a decent one to, uh, for you guys to cover. Like Sacrifice in film, it's something that's happened in a lot of films. And I was thinking also that there was a new movie coming out at the time. So I was like, this might be a good episode for them. If there's a new movie coming out, get those downloads. Yeah, you were thinking you you were thinking two steps ahead. You were thinking not only is this a good dilemma, it's great marketing, it's you know, you were you had the best of intentions. And yeah. you know <laughs> what they say, the road oh. to hell is paved with good intentions. With the best of intentions. Yeah. And just to give a put a visual for the um for the listeners, behind Adam seems to be a wall of 
what looks like Godzilla figures. And then coming in from the left side of the screen is some sort of, okay, there's, there's about 20 more Godzillas over there. There's Godzilla <laughs> posters on the wall. How many Godzilla? Whoa. Okay, so now we're getting a 360 of his room. There's even more Godzillas on every single wall. It's so like you someone into- production designed his, his, <laughs> his room to be the Godzilla guy. He has a poster that just says monster on it. And so is it specifically Godzilla or is it kind of all monsters? I'm a big fan of all monsters, but mostly Godzilla. Good answer. He knows all those Godzillas are listening to him. (laughs) (laughs) So I think what we'll have you do, Adam, Maria, do you want to just have him kind of lay out the dilemma for us and see if this time we can get it right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe just pose it to us again. Let's see if we can if we can answer this the way it should have been answered day one. Uh, All right. So you are a, uh, a scientist and you've got an eye patch and you have invented whether by accident or on purpose, this new weapon, it's called the oxygen destroyer. And it completely destroys. It's like a little bomb that completely destroys air for uh, a wide radius and then somehow disintegrates all life. And so you've made this weapon and you're like, oh, this is bad. This can't get out. Then unrelated to that, um, Godzilla appears, this giant radioactive monster who wreaks havoc on Tokyo, completely destroys it one night. The government, not necessarily the government, um, two people, who are, are close to you, your uh, fiancé, arranged marriage, not great, and her lover, who's a sailor, um, come to you because they know about the auction destroyer and they're saying, hey, we think this is the only thing that's going to be Godzilla. And you have to decide whether or not to use it. Now, in the movie, um, the doctor, Sarazawa, the man who created the auction destroyer, um, decides to sacrifice himself while uh, killing Godzilla so that the secret of his awful weapon can never get out. Because it dies with him. Exactly. And I think in the episode, there was some confusion in the way I wrote it. I yeah. made it sound as if if you use it, you die, that there's no other way around it. But that's not the case. You can deploy it without killing yourself. It's, it was his uh, noble sacrifice in his mind. Well, not necessarily in his mind, I think, um, objectively. Is why he stayed down there with the weapon and allowed it to destroy him and Godzilla. Because he was afraid if he lived that they would be able to entice him or threaten him to give the recipe for the oxygenator. Mm. I mean, listen, this... What I'm about to say is a true story. There is a Japanese director who was kidnapped by North Korea to direct movies for them. They're willing to do that to make movies. (laughs) Imagine if they could get their hands on some uh, massive murder weapon. Or they kidnap someone you love and say, you give us the recipe for the (laughs) oxygenator or we're going to, you know kill your whoever yeah you've got the mindset of a villain Mm -hmm. (laughs) so maria i know that 
I, okay, okay. We were both confused by the dilemma the first time around, but I think you specifically could not really wrap your head around I it. I couldn't wrap my head around it. <laughs> Do I you think you understand it better now? I still don't understand why it has to die with him, why he can't give it to somebody else to use. Oh, you would want the most destructive weapon in the world to exist in humanity. Well, just someone else that's willing to die with it. Because you're saying if you use it, you don't necessarily die with it, right? Uh-huh. No, he wants, he chooses to die. so Because that the, he yeah, knows how to make the oxygen destroyer. It's in his brain. The thing that's kind of unique about this is like, you know, say the atomic bomb was uh, a bunch of people involved in making that. You're the only one who's ever made this oxygen destroyer. You're the only one who knows anything about it. So it lives and dies with you. And so killing myself is the only way to protect humanity. Yes. Basically, yeah. Well, that's well that's why I'm, you know, I'm I got into comedy. So I don't have to I don't have to have all that knowledge in my head. Well, Not a fan of humanity? I'm a fan of humanity, but I also don't want to die. So I don't want to have to choose. To me, it's that's also That's why it's, it's a big also, one. It's also kind of like the captain going down with the ship. This guy probably in some ways feels like he created this mon- this Frankenstein and he feels responsible for it. And so in part, it's probably his noble duty or his guilt, even though it's the oxygenator is doing something really good because Godzilla is bad. Correct. Well, but not really, right? And Godzilla is just like a Greta Thunberg type who wants the planet to to be to be respected by any means necessary. Okay, so Adam, what are your get real with us? What are your real thoughts on Godzilla? Cool, hot AKA or not? Greta Thunberg. <laughs> um, Greta Thunberg's boyfriend. <laughs> Well, the thing about Godzilla is he he has 65 years of film history. The first movie was uh, in 1954. And he started off as uh, an allegory for the atomic bomb. And as they started making films, they've made 30 of them. He evolved into like a, basically a, a kid's superhero. So it became Godzilla's the protector and he fights other monsters to save the Earth. And that's kind of where Godzilla is now, nowadays. So, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm a big fan of uh, Godzilla punching other monsters and uh, uh, protecting us and our interests. Hmm, interesting. I've never seen that version of Godzilla. Which one have you seen? The bad guy. Sorry, there's um, <laughs> a motorcycle driving by. So are we saying the conceit of this dilemma is that if you don't die with your... With your Frankenstein, with your oxygenator, that it inevitably will get into the wrong hands. Yes. That, we can assume that. Why mm-hmm. did you create it to begin with? You know, there is no specific backstory. It's kind of alluded to in the movie that Dr. Sarazawa, this is less than a decade after World War II. And it's alluded to that Dr. Sarazawa was working with the Germans to make super weapons. Mm. So okay. you're not, your so hands he, aren't clean. No, Dr. Sarazawa has uh, dirty hands. 
but he's changing his mind in that he's going maybe i can re maybe i can 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 you know atone my sins i think so i'm i think for me i'm going to i think the right thing to do is to whatever you do, fly your oxygenator into Godzilla's mouth and let it explode in his belly or whatever you have to do. <laughs> and you go with it. I just imagine a can. Is it a can? <laughs> a it can. actually kind of is a can. You're not far off. In it, it is? Do you have, I'm sure you have a replica somewhere on one of your shelves. I actually do not. It's the one thing I don't have. <gasps> I can find a picture of it. I just imagine like a can. An oxygenator. Interesting. And does the oxygenator fly into Godzilla's mouth or does it just shoot rays at him? It does not. It does none of those things. Um, oh. It's called the oxygen destroyer. Okay. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> wait a minute. It's not called the oxygenator? No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I found a picture of it. I'm wondering if I could do screen share. I don't know how that works. I, I can just can. type it in too. It's oh, called yeah. the oxygen oh, yeah. destroyer. <laughs> yes. Okay, let me type in the oxygen destroyer. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The oxygen. Oh, okay. So it's, yes, it's, it's like, um, it's like a tube with a ball in the middle. It's not unlike the canister that held the ooze that made the Ninja Turtles uh, mutants and teenagers. Mm. This thing does look dangerous. And how does it work? He kind of just sets it down and it goes off. Okay. It doesn't appear to be super technical. (laughs) Okay, I see. So, And how does he die? He, um, well, they go down, they find Godzilla using sonar, that was another thing in the big one where you were talking about doing it yourself. You kind of need the resources of the government to find Godzilla. I mean, you don't have a ship, you don't have sonar. And if you were to use it on land when Godzilla makes landfall, well, that kind of defeats the purpose because it's destroying everything, possibly even more than Godzilla would. So they have to do it uh, deep in the ocean when Godzilla's hanging out in there. And they put on their old timey diving bells and they go down to where Godzilla is and they set it down. And Sarazawa himself uh, uses a knife and cuts his lines and stays down there with the oxygen destroyer and Godzilla. But so, but no one has to stay down there. He's just doing that because he wants to die. Yes. Well, See, that's, that's kind of silly. Where I get tripped up. Yeah. yeah, that's where I get tripped up because it's like I use the oxygen destroyer on Godzilla, but then I'd float back up. And then you're saying that someone might kidnap me to get the, the they'd say, oh, wow, your oxygen destroyer saved, I mean, killed Godzilla. What else can you kill with what's in your mind? Let's torture mm-hmm. you. Yes, you become a marked exactly. man, marked woman. But what if I say, what if I run away? Why can't I run away? Or I suppose find you could, you. but that's the life you want? Living like a David Banner? The Hulk? That's a Hulk TV show reference, but sorry. 
I mean, I'd rather be on the run than die. And also, can't I just say I didn't create it? It was my friend created it. <laughs> I guess you could try that. Oh, what about this? In the this? face of Chinese water torture? This is a loophole. Yeah. This is a loophole, but I'm just going to explore it for a second. If you're so mm-hmm. smart, why don't you create a, a, a memory eraser a la Men in Black to yeah. wipe your own memory yeah. so that you don't know how to why make the Why don't you do that? Yeah. Well, if you <laughs> knew how to make the oxygenator, you could do, you know, you could probably figure something out. Sure. I mean, why doesn't he make a time machine and go back to when Godzilla was a dinosaur and uh, kill him in his mother's womb? Yes. Why wouldn't you just do that? <laughs> he is a dinosaur? Kind of. It's not written in stone what Godzilla is, per se. What do you he think? He was either mutated by the hydrogen bomb or just awoken by the hydrogen bomb. What was he prior to the hydrogen bomb? Like a lizard? No, I guess. Dinosaur? And then the hydrogen bomb set him off. I mean, what's to say that the oxygenator is not going to create some sort of new monster, too? Funny you should say that. There was a movie way down the line. Specifically here he comes. Made- okay, he, he's, <laughs> he's picking up some sort of dragon figurine. What is this? <laughs> this guy is named Destroyer and was created because they used the oxygen destroyer in the 50s. And he's, he's beautiful. He's What's really hard about I hate using that I just did that. <laughs> uh, no, listen, we think it's cool. What's difficult about this sort of new weapon technology is you really don't know the repercussions of using something like the oxygenator. Mm-hmm. So I would also think the doctor would be curious to stay alive to sort of see what happened. I guess he kind of sees he tests it a little bit in his lab and he kind of sees real time what it does to a bunch of mm-hmm. fish. And that's enough for him to be like, ooh, this is bad news. What happens to the fish? They, they just the die bones. and he goes, oh, I got to die. They turn, they they turn into, into uh, wall, walleye skeletons that a cartoon cat might uh, uh, pick out of a trash can. Mm, ooh, great visual. Play with, a, play, uh, with the mallet, like a little <laughs> fishbone uh, symphony. <laughs> okay, so Maria, let's do our final answers. I think I know where I'm at. It's just hard because I know it's like, oh, for the greater good. But I don't want to die. And I, I, you know, and I also don't want to be tortured. So maybe do I just go start building weapons for the bad guys? She's going to destroy the whole planet. Do something. I don't know. I mean, no one's going to destroy. Adam, she's trying to build an arsenal of oxygenators (laughs) is what she's saying she's going to do. I just can't find myself dying, you know, I would when I I would you know what I would do? I would I would if you were the scientist and you were down there, I'd strap you down and I'd make you stay down there with the oxygenator. Well, too bad that you did that because I have a new tool that I created (laughs) that straps you down. And I can get out of any restraint. <laughs> oh, you could wait. Possible. What if the doctor faked his own death? I mean, the scientist or whatever. That's what I would. I guess do. That's, that's what David Banner did to bring him back to the Hulk. Yeah. But he still had to run around. Pretend he was someone else. Around. You have to make like all these fake ideas. What a hassle. I could not you do love that. it. I, and mm. so then, Adam, what would you do? 
Ugh. I mean, I don't know. I guess I kill myself. Adam's been waiting his whole life to be asked this question, <laughs> and now he just can't. He can't bring himself to say it. I'd rather be Godzilla, honestly, but but you're not. You're unfortunately. <laughs> You're a human man, Adam. How can we get that through to you? You're not Godzilla. <laughs> this is uh, this is a hard truth. You know, Amanda. What about you? He turns into one of those little figurines and he sleeps up on that shelf. Oh my god, that would be fun! Like like the Indian in the cupboard. Yeah, um, I think I would go down with the ship. I think it's the right thing to do, and I just don't think you really have a future ahead of you plus you've done some bad stuff in the past working with the germans and i I forget the situation with the fiance would you say you're engaged to someone you don't really like yeah uh, well kind of the opposite it's an arranged marriage but you like you it's kind of it's just like you've known each other since you were children and it's more like um a sibling type relationship but you love her in a way not necessarily romantically Okay, but you want to you wouldn't want anything bad to happen to her. No. Okay, so then yeah, I'm going down with the my machine. All right. Well, well, I think that really sort of we righted the wrongs of the past with this bonus episode. So, Adam, thank you so much for coming on and clarifying. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. Um honestly can't believe you said yes. I would have just done a would you rather. I don't mind that, but no, this was this was this was something that was a long time in the making. And you've done us a great service because you've brought fans out of the woodwork to be very vocal, to defend us and to say that this is a beautiful thing the way they couldn't understand the the Godzilla dilemma and I just think it's brought the big ones community together. So thank you. I'm so glad I could be of service. All right, everyone. Well, Adam, thank you. And thanks, everyone, for listening to The, the big, big, ones. Ones. big Ones. Daily Big Ones. Daily Big Ones. One. DBO. The Big Ones. Erios. Powered by ACAST. 